Welcome to Sabrina Artel's Trailer Talk. I'll bring you all kinds of stories from all kinds of people. Whether it's a live public conversation and we're speaking from the kitchen table of my 1965 Beeline Travel Trailer, from the studios or on the streets, please sit back and enjoy the conversation right here this time every week. The farmer workers are the essential workers right now and we just want to give the thanks to them because thanks to them we've been eating and they've been working so hard and exposing their life and, and their families too. I just want to let them know that we love them, that we care about them. So the uh, sign says, no farm workers, no food. And so we need to take care of everyone. I would like to say thank you so much for, you know, they are, they are doing a lot for everybody. We can find food in the supermarket. We can find food in the bodegas in different places. Thank you so much. Yeah. On Sunday, May 31st, I joined the Black Lives Matter rally in solidarity. It was organized by the Black Indigenous People of Color organization in Monticello, New York. Following that, I joined the Sullivan County Caravan of Solidarity with farm workers and food chain workers. It was sponsored by the Rural and Migrant Ministry, the caravans in support and advocacy for the workers across different regions in New York State as stated by the Rural Migrant Ministry, thanking farm workers and food chain workers for their contributions as essential workers to our well-being. The caravan happened throughout the state to thank and to demand critical protections and financial assistance for all workers. Around 40 cars participated in the Sullivan County Catskills with an estimated 300 across New York State. Communities of color are being hit harder by COVID-19. In Sullivan County, New York, a rural community 100 miles upstate of New York City, Latino residents are among the hardest hit by the virus. I just feel that it's important that people in the community realize that racism is not tolerated and will not be tolerated, and we will stand up to that no matter what. My name is Juanita Sarmiento. I am Rural Immigrant Ministries, Sullivan County and Youth Economic Group Coordinator. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me. The Rural and Migrant Ministry was founded in 1981. They were formed to overcome the prejudices and poverty that degrade and debilitate people within rural New York by building communities that celebrate diversity, achieve true mutuality, and fight for dignity and opportunity to all. They continue to state, we work with rural leaders, both young and older, who are committed to equality and cooperative opportunity, especially within agricultural systems. We also support people in faith, labor, and university communities who seek to stand with rural leaders as allies. Hi, everyone. Thank you all for coming. Okay. I think everybody speaks English here. Does anybody need translation? Manuel, tú estás bien? No te encuentro. Well, él no habla. This is for the drivers. Oh, okay. Okay, so some of you received maps. Some of you are just going to be following. You should have received the maps on your emails as well. But I did print some out for the people who did not get the email. Um, we are going to be turning left out of here and then making another left onto Laurel Avenue. 
And then from there, it should be quieter roads and it should be much easier to follow. But the main street, the police officers are going to be helping us. Following the Black Lives Matter rally in Monticello, I continued to South Fallsburg, also in the Sullivan County Catskills. There, I met up in a parking lot just off the main street with the Rural and Migrant Ministry Caravan of Solidarity. We drove throughout the county, past honking, past residences of farm workers and migrant workers, factories and processing plants, and ended up on the main street of Liberty, New York. Hi, how you doing? I'm Travis Harbin from Fallsburg Police. Please keep in mind there are a lot of people walking today, a lot of people on bicycles. We will give you a hand on Main Street and the two traffic lights to get you onto Laurel Avenue. We'll also try to send an officer up to like where you hit by Formaggio Cheese and State Route 52 and make the left up there, okay? We'll try to do as much as you, we can to help you out with that. Thank you so much. You're I'll welcome. give this to you in a second. Okay. I did just want to make a statement before we head out. So this is a statement from RMM regarding uh, the current matters with uh, the Black Lives that we've been losing. So for close to 40 years, the people of Rural and Migrant Ministry have fought to dismantle the racist structures and systems that oppress those who are black and brown. These systems degrade all of us, telling us that ultimately no lives matter. The ongoing violence against people of color yet again appears before us as we watch the deaths of George Floyd in Minnesota, Ahmaud Arbery in Georgia, Breonna Taylor in Kentucky. The foundation of these deaths was built at the beginning of our country, and in the ensuing years have built upon this foundation a structure that divides, denies, and destroys our humanity. Rural and Migrant Ministry's efforts to seek the equality of farm workers, the backbone of our economy, under the New York state labor laws, was a response to a 400-year racist exploitation of slave labor. For a brief moment in history, with the passage of the Farm Worker Fair Labor Practices Act in New York State, we were able to stand up against history and affirm one another as we brought about systematic change. <laughs> now, as the pandemic wreaked havoc across so much of the land, it also exposes the legacy of this long history and reminds us how much more needs to change. We witness farm workers and workers in food processing plants deemed essential workers, but not essential human beings. We need the food, and we have gone to great lengths to get it, but we have not gone to great lengths to protect those who feed us. The systemic racism, their poverty, their vulnerability, their working conditions, and their legal status are all exacerbated by the virus and our response, or lack of it. Our choice in the face of racism is the same as it has been throughout our history. We can ignore racism and take advantage of it, or we can say that black lives do matter and refuse to participate in this oppressive system. Thank you all for joining us today. I'd like to take a moment of silence for all those lives that have been lost recently. My name is Marta Mangual. Hi, Marta. So can you share with us why you're here? What's happening right now with 
the migrant community, the Latino community, the employees of the processing plants and the factories. You can just share a bit about why you're participating. Okay, I'm participating um, because um, the farmer workers are the essential workers right now. And we just want to give the thanks to them because thanks to them we've been eating and they've been working so hard and exposing their life. And, and their families too. So um, we're here in support of them and to know that we love them and we care about them. Where do you live? I live in Monticello. And do you feel that the situation has gotten worse for the essential workers now during the pandemic? I think so because um, most of them, they're being um, forced to work, you know, under hard conditions and some of them they they don't have the education and the knowledge that they have to know to protect themselves and their families. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? I just want to let them know that we love them, that we care about them and that to be safe and you know I ask God to protect them and to protect their families so they can continue providing for their families. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Chief Williams from the town of Forsberg. I just want to say thank you. And I'm going to stop traffic as everybody needs to go out. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Hi, I'm Denise Patty. I'm from Liberty. I'm a retired school social worker. And I am involved, actually I've been adopted by the mostly Mexican community in Liberty. And I take care of them and they take good care of me. Mm -hmm. So can you share with us what sign you have on your car and why you're here in a parking lot in South Fallsburg? I came because a lot of the folks who might consider my family uh, work in uh, many migrant areas, uh, well, that attract the migrant workers, such as the duck farm, the chicken farm, or, you know, throughout my life, I've been involved with uh, migrant workers. And so the uh, sign says, no farm workers, no food. And so we need to take care of everyone, not just those of us who are perhaps in education. We need to remember that nurses are very important and are essential workers. But if we don't have the essential workers who are uh, taking care of our food needs, we're going to starve. So that's why I'm here, in order to make sure people raise awareness of those folks that are working in areas that maybe are forgotten. Mm -hmm. And would you say that the COVID-19 pandemic has made things worse here for the community? I think so because some of the people I have been writing to the governor and I have been writing to the town um, what was it the town meeting because you know there's a concern that the people aren't getting the proper PPE in the factories and now it's been raised that there's a concern that they're working among the summer vacationers and they don't wear PPE while the uh, immigrants are working there. So that's a real concern for me because these people are my family and it doesn't matter if they're my family or they're not. I mean, they're my adopted family, but that doesn't really matter. You know, we're all equal. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to share? 
Um, oh, the only other thing that I'd like to share is I wish they would make it easier for people who are here and are paying their taxes to become citizens. So I've been working with them to try to help them, you know, with their legal fees, etc., with the lawyers. Thank you, Denise. You're welcome. Hi. Please introduce yourself. We're in Liberty, New York now on the main street. Uh, my name is Jane Hernandez. I live in Liberty, uh, New York. I'm here because uh, the four workers, they are in the front, front of the line, you know, they, they are helping the people. They are, they go every day to work for, to feed in the, all, all the us. Um, I'm working for the day laborers and Catholic charity. Is I think is the is the farm workers are, are not working. We are not going to have food for the day laborers. We are not going to have food for the food pantries. You know that's why I would I would like to say thank you so much for you know they are, they are doing a lot for everybody. We can find food in the supermarket. We can find food in the bodegas in different places. Thank you so much. You know, they they are risking the, the their life but they, they want to help everybody to bring the food on the table. Thank you. Thank you. So, rural and migrant ministry for more than 30 years, and like I was talking in my speech earlier, for more than 400 years we've been fighting this fight. But for more than 30 years, we've been doing our farm worker Albany Day, and in Albany, what we would do is we would talk to legislators all day for a whole day and we would bring farm workers with us we would bring youth with us and we would just push the legislators to change the laws in favor of farm workers in favor of food chain workers because everybody deserves equal rights in the labor um, world so last year the farm worker fair labor act did pass but like I said, like we realize now with COVID-19, we're all wearing masks. We can't be next to each other. So there was no way we could have the celebration up in Albany this year. So what we're doing is we are having caravans all throughout New York state so that we can all get together in solidarity in support of our workers and our food chain workers. Thank you guys all so much for joining us today. My name is Juanita. I am Rural and Migrant Ministries Sullivan County and Youth Economic Group Coordinator. Juanita, so here we are on the main street in the village of Liberty and there was just a caravan, a ride through the community in support of the farm workers, the migrant workers, essential workers. Share with us what this event was about. So Every year, um, for the past more than 30 years, Rural and Migrant Ministry has been fighting for Fair Labor Act for farm workers um, because they did not receive the same rights. You know, they didn't have overtime pay, they didn't get sick leave, they didn't get vacation time. So the Farm Worker Fair Labor Act is to be able to get that. Last year, the Farm Worker Fair Labor Act 
past, but with changes, not with everything that we wanted. So this year, our idea was to go up and celebrate the fact that it passed and, you know, still support um, what has passed, support our farm workers and have a great time together. Unfortunately, due to COVID-19 and um, restrictions on being able to gather large amounts of people, our idea changed. One of our coordinators, <laughs> one of our coordinators, Gabriela Quintanilla from the Western New York office, um, came up with this idea to do caravans. So they had originally thought of one and they did it and it was great. So they said, why don't we do it statewide in place of our farm worker Albany Day? And it did, everybody planned it. We were able to get the word out. And as you can see from the number of cars that participated today, the number of people that came to support, um, we were very successful. And if we had 40 cars here, I can only imagine how many we had statewide. And. Juanita, how would you describe what's been happening since the COVID-19 pandemic? What, what's at stake right now? What's happening in Sullivan County? When COVID-19 first appeared in Sullivan County, there were unfortunately no regulations and no safety measures taken in the food plants and the processing plants throughout Sullivan County. And a lot of people ended up getting sick. A lot of the migrant workers that are here that are very close to each other, live in the same buildings and then go to work in the same buildings, were passing it on from one another. And a few people ended up passing away because of this, because there were no protections and there were no um, safety measures, regulations, no PPE. A lot of people were told that they had to bring their own PPE until the businesses were told, no, you guys have to provide it. Um, so now we're here and people are doing better. You know, so many people got sick, so now they're getting over it. And we're hoping that, you know, it doesn't get any worse. Um, with the hot weather, we don't know what it's gonna be like because everyone's out and about now. It was pretty terrible at first. There was no support for our workers. What happened? Would you say that the advocacy, the activism, uh, raising awareness, putting pressure on leadership. Do you feel that that has made a difference? I think it's definitely made a difference. Um, as you can see, a lot of our supporters here were from the county. Um, and I think that's amazing to see public health officials were here with us today in support of providing farm workers with the um, with rights to how they're working right now during COVID-19. and. Some of the other things we're asking for are childcare, access to childcare scholarships for our essential workers that are also our food chain workers, um, access to healthcare and benefits, access to um, any other supports regarding COVID-19. You talked about the risk that these workers are, are facing because of the pandemic. What are some of the numbers you can share with us in terms of who's impacted? Of course, so as usual in the United States, uh, minorities are always impacted the worst because of the conditions that they work and live in. In Sullivan County in particular, I know that for uh, Hispanic Latino populations, the percentage of Hispanic Latinos that were infected were 36% last time I checked. I don't know what it is right now, um, but we only have half of that 
living in Sullivan County. The amount, the population of Hispanic Latinos in Sullivan County is only 15, 16% of people. How would you describe the work that you're doing here? We're at the Spark offices, so, uh, which is part of rural migrant ministry. So what is Spark? So Spark is a location because it moves around. We've moved around and it's always been Spark. Um, created by youth in Sullivan County that were looking for opportunities to stand up for themselves, opportunities to be activists, and a place where they can safely voice their opinions and their ideas and be able to bring it to life. So one of the ways they did bring it to life was by creating a business called Bags for Justice. And the young people um, create from step one to step 10, the bags and t-shirts with designs bags and t-shirts with designs based on social injustices in the community. And we have beautiful products that are on our website, bagsforjustice.com, and it's all done by the youth. And Juanita, is there something you want people listening to know, next steps, uh, what people can do? So we're always looking for people to support our programs, whether it's through volunteering or donations, or any other kind of support they can find us, right? We have youth of all different walks of life that come into our organizations. Our youth empowerment programs run throughout all of New York State. And the only way that we can support more people, the only way that we can have more youth involved in our programs is if we're funded for them. So funding. Absolutely. Uh, what do you wanna see happen now, right here in your community, our community? I want, all officials to be able to recognize that black and brown lives matter, our workers matter, the people living in the United States matter. It doesn't matter um, where you come from or what you do, everyone deserves the right to live. Is there anything else you want to share that perhaps I've left out uh, about this event now, the situation in Sullivan County, uh, looking at uh, just this small town, right, rural community. So I'm sure I'm going to miss out on some things too. Um, but one thing I do want to point out is that today was also the Black Lives Matter rally in Monticello, New York. It was organized by the Black Indigenous People of Color organization. And um, I was able to go earlier right before this started, but of course I had to prepare for everyone to come to this. And I just feel that it's important that people in the community realize that racism is not tolerated and will not be tolerated and we will stand up to that no matter what. Thank you so much. So here we are, the Spark so, Office. My main space, when I walk in, I just drop them. These are some of our archives. Um, these are products that we don't make anymore just because it's been outdated at the point. Um, and then the rest of these are, are beautiful products that have been made within the last two years. Um, I'm very proud of them. They've all worked so hard to create these designs. We touch topics from LGBTQ rights. This is um, free thinking. So expression is freedom. This was very... That is one of our more um, conceptual designs that we've had uh, got right, of course. You guys love that one. Mm -hmm. And this is actually one of our best sellers. It's, they tried to bury us. They didn't know we were seeds. Mm. 
People love this one. I love it because it's true. Um, it stands for not just any particular um, cause. And then over here we have another bestseller. And this one is I Am Human. It's very popular. Everybody loves it. Everyone loves the colors. We have done it in a gray as well, um, but I think we're sold out. Um, so we go to lots of different events. So we've gone to parades and festivals during the summer, which is obviously going to affect us this summer. Um, we've gone to... Um, my, my boss, he's a reverend. So anytime he's preaching at a church, anywhere, we'll, he'll take us with him. And a lot of the people, like, they love him, so they support us, and they love us, and they end up, you know, donating to us and also buying our stuff because of what the youth stand for. This one says, We the People for the People. This is our newest one. Because people know. constantly, you know, oh. don't support the people, even though they are the people. Look at that one with the bird. What is that? The this is um, this is expression is freedom volume two. So the other conceptual one that you saw mm -hmm. with the tiger, this is the same concept. Um, so in the front you could see the bird is free. I love that. In the back, the bird is caged, so the cage mind, because um, you're not allowed to think freely. Favorite favorite one ever, and I think we're out of it. My name is Juanita Sarmiento. I am rural immigrant ministries. Sullivan County and Youth Economic Group Coordinator. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. But if we don't have the essential workers who are uh, taking care of our food needs, we're going to starve. As usual in the United States, uh, minorities are always impacted the worst because of the conditions that they work and live in. You know, I ask God to protect them and to protect their family so they can continue providing for their family. When COVID-19 first appeared in Sullivan County, there were unfortunately no regulations and no safety measures taken in the food plants and the processing plants throughout Sullivan County. They, they are risking the, the, their life, but they, they want to help everybody to bring the food on the table. To find out more about the Rural and Migrant Ministry, please go to www.ruralmigrantministry.org. To support their youth economic group, please go to bagsforjustice.com. From the kitchen table, out on the road, I'm Sabrina Artel. Thanks for joining me for Sabrina Artel's Trailer Talk. The music for the show, Patti Smith, People Have the Power. Trailer Talk is produced by Sabrina Artel. For more information, please visit trailertalk.net. Special thanks to WJFF Radio Catskill and the numerous people who have donated their time, resources, and conversations to make Trailer Talk possible. Thank you all who joined me in these conversations. I'm Sabrina Artel. Safe travels. <laughs>